Welcome to Hidden Figures in History with Therese Boudreaux, where I reveal the incredible stories of legendary people nearly forgotten by our history books. Today, I'll be talking about Stephanie St. Clair, a gang leader, gambling banker, and self-made millionaire who declared war on a mobster. Stephanie St. Clair was born on December 24th in either 1887 or 1897. Biographers aren't certain where or when she was born exactly due to her tendency to embellish her past and hide her real age. However, the general consensus among historians is that St. Clair was born in 1897 on one of the French Caribbean islands of Guadalupe. This would make her 23 in 1911 when she moved to Quebec, Canada, presumably for employment as a domestic worker. Only a year later, she arrived in New York City by boat, settling in Harlem, a neighborhood in Upper Manhattan. She soon took over and ran the infamous New York extortion gang known as the 40 Thieves. St. Clair had entered the Harlem scene just a few years before what is known as the Great Migration, when millions of African Americans left the repressive South and moved to northern cities seeking better standards of living. This surge of new residents led to the Harlem Renaissance, a boom in African American music and culture throughout the Upper Manhattan area. Part of this renaissance included the creation of a type of illegal lottery known as the numbers game, or policy. In policy, players would daily pick a combination of three numbers, ranging from 000 to 999. In order to win, their chosen numbers had to match the winning numbers, which usually were randomly selected from the numbers published by the New York Stock Exchange. The individuals who ran these lotteries, known as bankers, financed the operation and employed runners, whose job involved collecting the policy slips and paying the winners. St. Clair began her enterprise as a banker in 1922, investing $10,000 of her own money into the project. Within a short period of time, St. Clair was earning over $200,000 a year, employed 40 to 50 runners, owned property in Harlem, and resided in a lavish apartment. With her Lieutenant Ellsworth, Bumpy, Johnson at her side, St. Clair became one of Harlem's most powerful and formidable policy bankers of the 1920s and early 1930s. St. Clair was briefly interrupted on December 30, 1929, when she was arrested by New York police for possessing policy slips. In March of 1930, she was tried in court and sentenced to eight months of community service in a workhouse. After she was released, St. Clair testified against corrupt police officers in the New York Police Department, leading to 14 men being suspended from the force. By 1930, St. Clair's operation had garnered her many adversaries, including rival white gangs and New York's Italian mafia, who had ceased to profit from selling alcohol after the prohibition ended. They needed a new source of income, especially once the Great Depression hit. One of the rivals to policy bankers was the gangster Dutch Schultz, also known as the Dutchman. As he intimidated the policy bankers one by one to turn over their businesses, St. Clair was the only banker who openly defied him and waged a public war. Schultz eventually put a death warrant on her head in 1936, forcing St. Clair to briefly go into hiding. Their battle abruptly ended that year, as Schultz was shot in New Jersey. As he lay dying in the hospital, he received a telegram from St. Clair that simply read, as ye sow, so shall ye reap. However, by the time Schultz died, the Harlem numbers racket had been thoroughly infiltrated by the mob. The Italian mobster Lucky Luciano had solidified his grip on the enterprise, and, now independently wealthy but lacking political allies, St. Clair decided to quit the policy business in the mid-1930s. She retained her lavish lifestyle and married Sufi Abdul Hamid in August of 1936. Trouble soon followed. 
St. Clair was arrested two years later for shooting Hamid over an affair, and she was sentenced to 10 years in prison, although it is unclear how much time she actually served. After her release, St. Clair steered clear of illegal business and the public spotlight. She died in 1969 in a Long Island psychiatric facility. If you want to investigate this extraordinary person further, my sources for this episode include the journal article, Playing with Numbers, Madam Stephanie St. Clair and African-American Policy Culture in Harlem by LaShawn Harris, the Smithsonian Magazine, CrimeLibrary.com, TheMobMuseum.org, and History.com. Thanks for listening to Hidden Figures in History with Therese Boudreaux, Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.